welcome to the Fringe Following. Today is September 6th, 2020, Labor Day weekend. Today we're going to be covering the mainstream media's angle on human trafficking and politicians and their sex crimes with minors. And here I have Michelle and my name is Ronnie. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Ronnie. How you doing? I'm, you know, this is a hard topic for me. I think we did kind of touched up on this with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell back in July, I believe. And it was hard for me then. This is for some reason harder for me now, knowing what I know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it is. It, it's a tough subject. It's a really, really tough subject. So, um, we have uh, different articles up that we found, um, videos, things like this. And uh, what seems to be happening here is um, back when Trump got elected and he said he was going to put up a wall, um, I didn't really think about human trafficking. I That wasn't even in my thought. I thought it was just about illegal immigration, which it is, uh, but it was also about the drug cartel and human trafficking. However, for some reason, this got missed back then, um, at least with me. And I think most people, because a lot of people were looking at him like he was just racist. And But that was the narrative back then. And yes. now I'm learning uh, more and more that this was a huge part of it. And a big part of his administration was taking down human trafficking. It's just not until recently that I personally have learned how huge this is, how huge this undertaking was. And the mainstream media seems to downplay it. Yes. Yes, they do very much. So it's very, very frustrating um, <clears throat> that they don't cover a lot of this information. Right. So here I'm going to play a clip just from, uh, it was published on February 23rd, 2017. It was uh, it's on YouTube. So you can find it. And even if you do just go to YouTube and you put in Trump human trafficking, you're going to see a lot of videos. And um, he's talking about it a lot. In fact, I was just talking to a friend the other day, says, well, I don't ever hear him mention it. I'm like, he mentions it all the time, but you're not looking in the right place. And I'm just as guilty because I didn't know. So I'm going to play a clip of uh, mm -hmm. this. It was, um, it was put out by the Associated Press. And you're going to hear what he had to say back then. Okay. I want to make it clear today that my administration will focus on ending the absolutely horrific practice of human trafficking. And I am prepared to bring the full force and weight of our government to the federal and at the federal level and the other highest levels, whatever we can do in order to solve this horrific problem, getting worse, and it's happening in the United States, in addition to the rest of the world, but it's happening in the United States, which is terrible. Human trafficking is a dire problem, both domestically and internationally, and is one that's made really uh, a challenge, and it's really made possible to a large extent, uh, more of a modern phenomenon, uh, by what's taking place on the internet, as you probably no. Solving the human trafficking epidemic, which is what it is, is a priority for my administration. We're going to help out a lot. Solve is a wonderful word, a beautiful word, but I can tell you we're going to help a lot. 
I'll direct the Department of Justice, the Department of Homeland Security, and other federal agencies that have a role in preventing human trafficking to take a hard look at the resources and personnel that they're currently devoting to this fight. Now, they are devoting a lot, but we're going to be devoting more. Dedicated men and women across the federal government have focused on this for some time. As you know, a lot of you have been dealing with the federal government, and it's been much more focused over the last four weeks, I can tell you that. I cannot thank each of you enough and the dedicated men and women who run my staff and your staffs and getting everybody together was terrific. I was so glad I was able to be here. You start with really uh, a tremendous amount of energy and blood, sweat and tears. Government can be helpful, but without you, nothing would happen. So. Again, I want to thank everybody in this room. It's a very, very terrible problem. It's not talked about enough. People don't know enough about it. And uh, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to bring it out into the open, and hopefully we're going to do uh, a great deal to help prevent some of the horrific, really horrific crimes that are taking place. All right, so there you have uh, that. Um, when was that, Um Ronnie? February 23rd, 2017. Okay, great. Thank you. Yes. So, um, and he's right. It hasn't been talked about enough and which makes you wonder why it hasn't been talked about enough. Um, right. Which makes me wonder. So I'm going to lead into this about, um, of, of course, you know, I was trying to send you Q links, Michelle, right, in Facebook, and it was blocking. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, it has been frustration of mine all week. Um, but recently, Q just dropped a bunch of names of politicians. This is not new news. This is not new. Um, it, it might be to some. It was to me. And then I did dig up an article, or I, I heard somebody had said something about an article that came out last year of U.S. politicians. Uh, this is not necessarily related to human trafficking, although I think some of it overlaps. Um, but it was a lot of them who were being arrested on uh, pedophilia charges, sex with minors, things like this. Uh, this is another topic. However, it, it just kind of uh, leads me to believe that the mainstream media is still not this this wasn't talked about. And if, if they are talking about it, it's very like, it's like they just touch up on it. Uh, because this issue seems to be so deep and so wide with human trafficking, pedophilia, uh, all of those topics, you know, the dark web, things like this, it, it makes me wonder why this isn't talked about enough. Uh, we've, we've been crammed down the throat about coronavirus and just strange topics that i mean that that does matter i'm not saying it doesn't but this human trafficking this this um pedophilia problem in government has been around a while and now it's all coming to light um but why why now you know why are we hearing more about it now so anyway back to the q post though he, there was a huge list of politicians that were um, arrested for various problems leading to some kind of pedophilia activity, sex with minors, child porn, uh, the list goes on. And 
I can't even, you know, I can't even go down the list. It's so big. Um, it's Republicans and Democrats. It's on both sides. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, just for example, um, Republican Speaker of the House, Dennett Hastert, was indicted on federal charges of structuring bank withdrawals after prosecutors alleged Hastert had molested at least four boys as young as 14 and attempted to compensate his victims and subsequently conceal the transactions. Hastert eventually admitted that he sexually abused the boys whom he had coached decades earlier and was sentenced to 15 months in prison. Uh, Republican Tim Nolan, chairman of Donald Trump's presidential campaign in Kentucky, pled guilty to child sex trafficking. And on February 11th, 2018, he was sentenced to serve 20 years in prison. Uh, Here's another one. Republican State Senator Ralph Shorty was indicted on four counts of human trafficking and child pornography. In November 2017, he pled guilty to one count of child sex trafficking in exchange for the dropping of the other uh, charges. And it really goes on and on and on. And I haven't even gone into the uh, human trafficking list. This It's probably overlapping here. But if you go to qmap.pub, there's a section called human trafficking arrests. And it's almost disturbing well not almost it is disturbing that well the last post here was august 27th and before that the 25th and before that the 24th it goes on and on and on and on and on and now i think a lot of these names are unknown um who they are but this is not in government uh this is just out there i believe and uh human smuggling sex trafficking and minor related charges um um, 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 sex trafficking of a minor, sex trafficking of a minor. It just goes on and on and it's pages and up on pages. And I don't know how long they've been documenting this, uh, but it's almost on a daily basis. Wow. Wow. So every day, just about somebody every day. else joins. Yeah. Just wow. about every day. Now, and then when you Google the topic, there's just, Again, human trafficking or, uh, you know, the politicians. I believe this is kind of intertwined, and you could see in that one list it is with the politicians. Um, not all of them are, but some of them are. And mm-hmm. um, But when you but, – but this is what disturbs me is that – so on July 28th, 2020, Reuters put out a fact check, and it says Trump did not say the government was fighting an ancient trafficking sex ring. So I will just uh, read this and then I'll let you, uh, you know, let us know what you have, Michelle. But um, so update July 28th, 2020, adding another public remark by Trump at signing of ceremony for anti-human trafficking legislation after paragraph seven. So they must have edited it here anyway. Posts circulating on social media make the claim that U.S. President Donald Trump said that his government is fighting an ancient sex trafficking ring. The posts make the further claim that the media chose not to cover his remarks, noting that not a single reporter asked for more information. There is, however, no evidence that Trump ever said this. And then they they put here examples of this claim are visible here, here, and here. So you'd have to go to the actual um, article to see that. 
The claim likely alludes to a set of conspiracy theories by QAnon, a fringe group popular among the Trump supporters, some Trump supporters that claims deep state traitors are plotting against the president. QAnon's theories often allude to secret campaign being waged by Trump against a child sex trafficking ring run by satanic pedophiles and cannibals, according to Time. The posts come after Twitter permanently suspended accounts that violates its policies while tweeting about QAnon. Public remarks. In 2019, while speaking with law enforcement officials in the White House about the need for funding for his promised wall at the U.S.-Mexico border, Trump talked about increased rates of human trafficking. During the meeting on February 11th, 2019, Trump said, people think of that as an ancient art. There are more human smugglers right now, traffickers, they call them, than at any time in history of our world because of the internet, unfortunately. Um, a White House transcript of the event shows one reporter asked a question about a potential shutdown. Though C-SPAN video appears to show the session ending without any questions at all. In the same speech, Trump spoke about the alleged offenses committed by migrants, alluding to data compiled by the Department of Homeland Security. These are the most similar remarks to those in the social posts that Reuters could find. However, at no point did Trump refer to an ancient sex trafficking ring. Trump made similar remarks about a month earlier in signing ceremony for the anti-human trafficking legislation. You would think human trafficking was an ancient form of criminality. It's not. It's a very modern day form, Trump said. He then fielded questions from the press on the government shutdown and on declaring a national emergency. Um, and then on February, and then on January 31st, 2020, Trump delivered remarks at the White House summit on human trafficking on the 20th anniversary of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. In a few instances, Trump alluded specifically to sex trafficking and said that his administration shut down the leading site for online sex trafficking, enacted bills to fight sex trafficking, authorized $430 million to fight sex and labor trafficking, and worked internationally to address child sexual abuse. Uh, there were no questions at the conclusion of this address. The event was covered widely by national media outlets. Uh, and then it kind of goes into Ghislaine Maxwell and, and things like this. And then, um, but, but, you know, they're kind of hung up on this. It's kind of strange, I thought, because they're ta they're talking about the conspiracy theorist QAnon. And then they're, you know, they're, uh -huh. they're, they're hung up on the ancient sex trafficking ring. And I'm thinking, you guys are missing the point kind of, you know, I, I thought, <laughs> I mean, th why are we hung up on that phrase when, we should really be focusing on why is this so bad? How did it become so bad? I think the public should be educated on what to look for um, or, or what to do or, or something. You know what I mean? Like we, the whole world should be educated about how bad this is and what to do about it really, you know, but they're more kind of hung up on little weird details. The press is. I agree. I agree. I think they're making a mountain out of a molehill. I think that they are definitely misdirecting our attention. They are taking what is real news and instead they're fixating on something that Trump said because that's what the liberals want to hear. They don't want to hear 
the narrative isn't that Trump is actually doing some good somewhere. They they want to hear that he fucked up somewhere and right. how better to do that than to narrow in on this phrase and write a whole freaking article about it when that really isn't the bigger thing. The bigger thing is Trump is addressing human trafficking and people are getting arrested and he is making a difference. But I, I challenge anyone to find an article anywhere and in any of the major national media sources that really, you know, brings that point across. I, I we we aren't seeing it, you know, and then you have Q that's getting attacked, 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 that it's a cult and that it's, you know, the you know, they're that if you are, you know, putting hashtag save the children, you might be a Q follower, you know, that they've totally hijacked that phrase and shame on Q. And, you know, even, you know, just a friend of mine, a Republican friend of mine sends me this article about um, Q, the the found, you know, somebody that's involved with Q that said the founder of Q, but I find that hard to believe. And when I tried to press the article, it actually blew up into an ad. So I don't know how true the article right. is. I couldn't read the damn thing. <laughs> so, you know, the liberals are fascinated with this Q and on shit. And it's like, okay. Q directs your attention to certain information and they encourage you to look it up yourself. So if you're lazy and you don't want to look up everything and you're just going to take everything at face value like you do your mainstream media news, Q is not for you. And they encourage you to make your own decisions. Whereas mainstream media will say, um, you don't need to research any further. We have it all. You, we're your one-stop shop for news. We'll cover everything, <laughs> local, national, world news. We're here for you on this station. You don't need to Google a goddamn thing because we're going to bring it to you. Uh, you know what that <laughs> so, reminds me of is back in 2016 when the WikiLeaks dropped of the, the you know, the Podesta emails. And you had uh -huh. Chris Cuomo on uh, CNN saying, it is illegal to look at those emails, we will tell you what's in those emails, but you should not be reading those emails. I kid you not. It is hysterical. And this is what this reminds me of. Like, don't look at the Q drops there. It's, it's full yep. of shit. Don't do it. <laughs> and, and as Ronnie mentioned earlier, she actually uh, messaged me and Facebook some Q uh, links and they disappeared. Yes. And then she sent me an email of a Q link and then I pressed on it yesterday it worked. I pressed on it today and um, she said it got shadow banned because it's not working anymore. So that's, you know, Gmail going into my personal account and deciding this link isn't something I should look at and then they close it and they block it from me. That's pretty scary. I would fucking assume scary. that's what's happening. I mean, also this this QMap.pub has been going up and down, up and down for a while now. I don't know if it's getting attacked or not. Um, that that could be. Is. But yeah, when I sent you the links in the in the uh, Gmail chat, it would just poof disappear, and I could have swore you saw it, and and then yeah. you didn't. <laughs> so all week we were going round and round, like, well, what are you, you know, what are you sending me? It was a mess. So yeah. yeah. I, yeah. And you're like, well, didn't you check out that yeah. link? I'm like, what link, you know? <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it, here's the thing. If you're, you know, the people that are listening to our podcast are kind of already 
woken up. That's that's what this podcast is for. We're not here to convince you that there's evil behind the fence and you're not seeing it. We're here to kind of be be part of the conversation of those people that are already talking about those things. Yeah. If you're either red or blue, it doesn't matter. And mainstream media is still your source. And you're going to send me articles from mainstream media to prove your point. <laughs> um <laughs> This podcast isn't for you, and discussions at that at that level aren't for us because we're just going to go round and round in circles. I I don't trust anything the media says anymore, and it's it, really yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And their whole thing about Q is again a misdirect, just like that article you read, Ronnie, about the um, them focusing in on that one thing that Trump said. They're focusing in on QAnon and that they have some pretty insane out there theories. Yes, but they're theories. And guess what? It's up to you to go research them and they'll kind of point you in the direction so you're not just, you know, you know, in the dark while you're researching it. But they're not saying you have to believe us and you have to spread the word and you have, you know, our narrative is the only narrative and there's none of that going on. I mean, I'm not a huge Q follower. I know that you are, Ronnie, or you're bigger than me. Let me put it that way. And do you feel any pressure to feel or think a certain way with the Q post? Uh, no, because they encourage you to do your own research, you know. Um, okay. They just do. And I think Q's message is about unity. Uh, it's It's about you know, there's there, they do emphasize this is not another four year election. This is big because there's a lot of changes going on. Mm-hmm. I believe Q is a back channel to get the information out to the people because you're not getting it from corporate media. Uh, no. And, and you're being blocked from it for God's right, sake. Exactly. On, on big tech is blocking yes. us from, from these links. I mean, you can't even, if I'm not mistaken, you can't post an actual Q post on Facebook no, anymore, right? They're, they're pulling up. Yep. You mm-hmm. can't. No, anything, anything that links that they take it down or they do their fact check bullshit. Um, and that's the social media platform. But when you start getting into my freaking email and you're making a link that I got sent through my email uh, saying that the gateway is bad. I mean, maybe it got pulled. Maybe there's a problem with the Q side as well. I don't well, know. Yeah. Either it's way, possible, though, right? either, whether it was Gmail that took it down or the, the QMAP.hub uh-huh. was down, it's been going up and down and going up and down a lot. Uh, I don't know yeah. what's up with that. But it's been going up and down ever since there's been more and more uh, press about QAnon. Um it's insane because if you – like, again, if you just Google human trafficking – you're going to come up with article after article after article and the page about the human trafficking arrests on qmap.pub it um it links those names to different websites like uh what is it FBI or um the justice department or whatever so it's not like they're just pulling out names out of the sky they're linking to these actual websites that this is genuinely happening so this is not mm-hmm. bullshit. Um, so the fact that they're just really attacking the people following it instead of with the information that's within the, these drops is insane to me, which which tells me that they're just being they're just puppets on a string. You know, they're being told uh, 
to to slander the Q movement and the people that follow, and then make they're making people like that look like nut jobs. Well, yeah, and and even if they're not puppets on a string, if you're part of the press, okay, the press has an arrogance that has been there for decades, and if you're part of that press vehicle you do begin to think we are the source for news. And if anything is going to threaten that, that's going to threaten your job too. Because if All there's right. another source of news out yeah. there that people are running to and suddenly you're u- losing millions of viewers and we're all going up on the Q site, which to me, and one of the reasons I'm not on it a lot, it's hard to navigate. It's it's not the, you know, once you learn it, I'm sure it's easier, but it's not like just clicking on a story on abc.com, right. you know, you've got to do your fucking work with yeah. it. And I, you know, so if, if there's millions of people that are accessing that site enough to garner like the New York times, as I covered in a podcast previously, their attention to do a freaking article about it and other, you know, and Alec Baldwin doing, you know, talking about that. I mentioned that he mentioned Q in one of his videos, like those QAnon people, they're horrible. They're awful, you know, because they were saying, yeah, they were saying that he was a pedophile um, because he was on Epstein's Island. And he says, I was never on Epstein's Island. And, and then someone shows a video after that of him being, teased about being on Instinct Island and some roast and he didn't say a goddamn thing. Wow. I didn't <laughs> so, know that. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, this is Alec yeah, Baldwin you said? Say a goddamn thing. So, yeah, yeah, this is Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Politically, so, he's always um, been a dirtball yeah. in my eyes, but yeah. He's a little, don't even, if, he's oh, a little yeah. sleazy. Yeah. He's a good actor. I'll he, give him he that, ruined, but he's sleazy. Uh, he ruined SNL. Well, I dated a guy once that looked exactly like him, so... <laughs> I knew a guy that looked exactly like him. Are we sure it wasn't the same guy? Um, I where did you see him? No, never mind. <laughs> He's an asshole, by the way. But maybe I'll edit that out. I don't know. But um, yeah, well, the same guy I knew was too. We'll have to share who that was later. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, we'll have to talk about that. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he's a dirt ball. He ruined SNL for me. I probably should have stopped watching SNL a long time before that because clearly they were swinging really you left, know, left yeah. with everything. Yeah. But once he came on and started doing his Trump impressions, I was done. Yeah. And so I, I don't watch it. And, you know, the show did make me laugh, but they, they just kept too left. I mean, I guess maybe I'll watch it if Trump, you know, next time, you know, if there's a Democrat ever in office again, because then they play fair. But, you know, until then, or don't even get me started on SNL. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah. So I just think that the press is threatened by it, circling back to that, and they don't understand it. And yeah, maybe they, they click on, maybe Alec Baldwin clicked on QAnon, but he can't understand it. I mean, it really isn't friendly. It's not. And a lot of it is written in military code, right? So what I do is I will look at the post and um, if I just do not get it, you know, which is 50% of the time, um, Mm -hmm. I'll usually, I'll get on Twitter or I'll get on YouTube and there's, you know, lots of people who do shows about it and uh, they will break it down for you. and but yeah, what was interesting about the last Q posts that were dropped was um, how he mm-hmm. started with the list of all the politicians that have been arrested 
for uh, sex um, with minors or human trafficking or what have you was he started it with how, what did it say? How do you blackmail or something like that? And then it listed all this, all these names. Um, Mm -hmm. The last post that he posted was on uh, September 2nd. And all he said, after all those names, the last post he said, they said was, why did it take a political outsider to finally confront China? So what I'm taking from that is China has this info, has this dirt, and was holding mm-hmm. it over uh, the government, basically. Um, and apparently Trump, even though he had been accused and those charges got dropped and everything, but he had been accused of, you know, uh, sex with minors. Um, it, it didn't have any sauce. It didn't go anywhere. And what I, so what I'm taking from this is Trump had the power to go in and, you know, take this all down and, 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 and confront China because he doesn't have that dirt on him. That's what I took from that. Mm-hmm. That he, he hasn't done anything to be blackmailed for. Right. Now, if you look at these lists, I'm going to post them on our Facebook site, but I guarantee you that you will probably not see them. If you, when you come back to check and look, I'm sure they'll be pulled or, I, I don't even think they'll be shadow banned. I, I think they'll be. Well, yeah. And if they are just go to yeah. qmap.pub and there's another site too, if that one's being glitchy, qalerts.app, A-P-P. And it's uh-huh. the same thing essentially. And does it have a number to it or something to post with all those names in it? Or is there some way for them to find it? Or is it a date? Did you say uh, they 2nd? go by number. Yeah. I'll okay. both. Let me look at real quick here but yeah so if you look at uh posts yeah they're all numbered and they're all organized and it starts with uh post number 4630 all on september 2nd to 4634 is the last post Uh, okay 4633 is the last post with all the names so uh okay yeah for um 4630 to 4633 are all the names, and there is a lot of them. Now, some of those names may be from a long time That's ago, true, right? too, and I, I was thinking of that. It doesn't right. have dates associated with this, so I don't know how recent some of this oh. is. I'm going to go out on a limb and say some of them are and some of them aren't. Uh, I don't think this is decades, but I, I don't know. Uh yeah. So it kind of yeah. begs. Well, you know yeah. what? Why don't Why don't we what, read off read off a name to me? Uh. So let's see. I'll just. Because uh... I'm tired of this bullshit of people saying that things aren't what they are, and ugh. So yeah, read off a name. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So we got we got both sides of the aisle: Democrats and Republicans. Um, yeah, that's the other thing I meant to say. That we've got both sides of the aisle here, people. This isn't a red or blue. Yeah, it's a subject. Uh, this, let's just yeah. say that. Our government has a huge, huge pedophilia problem, and and um, some of them do have ties to human trafficking. I think that, and I had read that. Um, But let's see. Uh, Didn't I read some earlier on here already? You did uh, just whatever, and it doesn't matter if we've repeated it. And if something that's easy to spell, (laughs) (laughs) right? Okay. 
Ah, uh, yeah. So just I'll just cherry pick. Um, uh, Republican legislative aide Howard L. Brooks was charged with molesting a 12-year-old boy in possession of child pornography. Um, All right. Well, look him up. Okay. Howard L. Brooks. It came up on my browser. Right. So this isn't, doesn't sound like a huge, you know, not all of these people are super powerful, but they're in the government no. somehow, some way. Uh, da, 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 was charged with molesting a 12 year old boy in possession of, of child pornography. Yeah. August 20th, uh, August 20th, 2002. Okay. All right. So, okay. Quite a while ago. Yeah. But they do have here uh, Jeffrey Epstein. They have Anthony Weiner. I see this right here. And that's okay. relatively recent. And who else? Give me uh, let me see here. Um, I'm going to pull up a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> Try. It's got to be fair. Okay, Illinois State <laughs> Representative Keith Farnham, F-A-R-N-H-A-M. Uh, he came up right away. Okay, let's see. Um, da, 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 who resigned from office and pleaded guilty to distributing child pornography in 2014. Okay, give me another one. Okay. Uh, Harold Moody Jr., he's an Arkansas Democratic a spokesperson. Ah, he came up too. Uh, you know how when it completes it for you, you're, you know you're on the right track. Yeah. Little Rock man arrested on child pornography charges, November 6, 2018. Okay, that's right. All right. Um, Another one? Let's see. Oh, here's the good juicy clearly, one. But... Democratic activist okay. and BLM organizer Charles Wade was arrested and charged with human trafficking and underage prostitution. So put in BLM organizer Charles Wade, W-A-D-E. Oh, yeah, it popped. August 25th, 2020. Mm. So that is fascinating to me because you know what, Ronnie? I haven't seen that in um, many newspapers. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. And you said he was a BLM, BLM prominent activist. Democratic hmm, activist my- and Black Lives yeah. Matter organizer. He organized Black Lives Matter. Oh, okay. Let me let me check out my good friend New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love New York Times here at the Fringe Following. Yes, yes, yes. I, I only have it because I, I get it for free through a source. So anyhow, that's the only reason I have it. Plus, they're really fun to make fun of. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Charles Wade, what happens there? And trafficking and underage prostitution. That's big. I mean, to me, that's nothing. huge. Nothing. I, I, I see nothing. What about the Atlantic? They are just really good friends. Did you see that article they did on yeah. Trump saying that he said all those yes. nasty things about the veterans? Yes. 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 So let's see if they covered any of this Probably since not. they've got, you know, they're for truth and justice in the American way, right? Uh-huh. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. <laughs> nope. I feel like I should cue in the Jeopardy mm-hmm. music or something. You know? <laughs> no kidding. Give me another. Just give me one other okay. place. You want to do Washington Post, your friends? Is it the Washington Post? Yo, yeah, yeah. I hate the Washington Post. I hate the Washington okay. Post. Yeah. No. Wow. Because to me, that's big. 
It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm going to segue into this medium article and what the what the heck it's medium it's just someone that's not even a regular reporter but they go off and a friend of mine posted this about how the missing 39 children in georgia you know everyone was posting about why that wasn't a big story now the story got skewed and said that they were all found in a double wide trailer well that wasn't true they were found all over georgia all i think they were all missing from georgia and they were found in several different places and the idea was to retrieve them so with that said this thing, this article saying, oh, you're making MSN sound so bad because they didn't report this. And th- it was wrong. They weren't in a double wide trailer. Okay, they weren't in a double wide trailer, but they really did recover 39 kids. Mm-hmm. And they were removed from bad, sometimes criminal situations. And there were arrests also involved with that. But I did my own research, and I don't need to do it right now on the air, but... I looked at New York Times. I looked at um, I looked at the Atlantic. I looked at some other ones. I couldn't find it covered. Yet you'll find something about you know, Flotus wearing a, a military looking outfit. You know that's that that's going to show up in my research. You know that she likes military chic, and how horrible and in poor taste that is. But they won't cover this stuff. And you know. It's like the liberals are pushing back saying, yeah, this spread into a wide disinformation campaign and it really wasn't true. You know, it 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 was, you know, they weren't in a double wide trailer. Okay, but they were found and nobody's fucking reporting on it still. And why is that? And why are they reporting on this other stupid stuff that they report on? Or, or 10 anonymous people or how many or was it just one anonymous source do you know ronnie that stupid atlantic article on trump that was just reported and really blew up the news that he was you know really disrespectful and saying bad things about veterans i think it was just like one anonymous i believe so yeah i i mean i didn't delve deeply into it but yeah i did hear about that anonymous source bullshit and even trump had said if they say anonymous sources it's a lie you you know Yeah, well, it may as well. It it is. It is at this point because right now they're just throwing everything at us that they can trying not to have this man elected. And I'm sorry if if I was blue or I was red, whatever, I'm into fairness and I'm into truth and I'm not into these games and the, the media play. I think it's absolutely ridiculous how skewed it is. And it just frustrates me to no end. Yeah. And, you know, it's, you know, go to the, in, back to the U.S. Marshals, go to the usmarshals.com. I'm going to put all these links up on our Facebook page, attach it to this podcast. But um, like, for instance, there, there. that's a boring site. You're going to have to we- read through it. It's not all pretty with pictures. But for instance, the cat on on September 4th, the Cam- Kansas Fugitive Apprehensive, the Kansas Fugitive Apprehension Tax Task Force recovered a missing and endangered child, 14, that has been missing from the state of Washington since August 5th, 2020. So that just happened. I don't see that anywhere in the press. Another one that happened, U.S. Marshals recover eight missing endangered children in Indianapolis. 
Several agencies, including IMPD and the Indiana Department of Child Services, joined the U.S. Marshal Service in Operation Homecoming from August 31st to September 4th. So there's eight more children. And then there was one in Ohio as well. U.S. Marshals find 25 missing children in Ohio days after finding the 39 in Georgia. So on September 1st, and this is in Newsweek, so for those who still look at real news sources, pretty reputable, they located 25 missing children in Ohio last month as part of Operation Safety Net, a, a rescue effort coordinated in collaboration with local law enforcement and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And so um, they've been working since August 6th to recover missing and endangered children and juveniles, so about a month ago. So they say just because kids go missing in one city doesn't mean that we find them in other cities. We've located kids in Akron, Mansfield, Euclid, and as far away as Miami. So they spread out a net and they found them. And that was in addition to the 39 that they found in Georgia. And the ones in Georgia were spread out as well. Like I said, it wasn't in a double wide trailer, but they were spread out. So yeah, but when I Google all the, ma- the major national news sources that I get quoted back to me all the time as gospel, nothing on there. And it's, it's wrong. I mean, this is a bigger story, in my opinion, than any of that. Yet they don't report it. And it's very frustrating. Wow. Very frustrating. Yeah, and you yeah. have to wonder why. And why is this, you know, it kind of, they touch up on it. They do put the story out there, but... They don't hammer it home. This should be this should be talked about every fucking day until it gets resolved. Yes. These are our what you, kids, yeah. right? This is, you know, this is our children. This is our future. And they're out there. And, you know, when we talk about human trafficking, we're not talking about just children. There's women too. But um, and mm-hmm. of course they're just as important. But um you know, in the article you just read, those are children. But I, I don't understand what is going on here, yes, which makes me that, that that then my conspiracy theory light bulbs start going off because I'm thinking, who's tied mm-hmm. into all of this? And so, which mm-hmm. is a maybe a little bit of a segue into the Clintons. Okay, now mm-hmm. this is not, you know, this is not concrete evidence by any means, but it's little hints and that I keep picking up on all over the place um, here and there. Because it seems like if you pay attention that the Clintons are surrounded by fucking pedophiles, Anthony Weiner, uh, you know, Epstein and things like this. So I'm going to read this article here again. This is not concrete evidence for anything, but it makes you wonder and think. And that's all I would want people to do uh, is just to think about it and, you know, see what happens down the road is, is what I'm saying. So um, mm-hmm. this is not on any major <laughs> website by any means. I found this on forbiddenknowledgetv.net um, when I was researching the Clintons, because I've been kind of following them for a while now. And uh, here it's, it just starts, uh, are the Clintons involved in human trafficking? This was published June 2nd, 2019. And mm-hmm. it says here, um, there's a documentary you can, if you go onto this site and you see this article, you can 
see a YouTube storyteller, Greg Reese, based on an article by Corey Diggs, which details the timeline of Hillary Clinton's involvements in children's causes. And here they say it's very concern, concerning, if not damning. Reese reports that Hillary did her postgraduate study at Yale on children and medicine. Her work seemed to be focused on protecting children. But in 1975, Hillary, Hillary Clinton defended a 41-year-old man for the violent gang rape gang rape of a 12-year-old girl. After destroying the little girl's reputation in order to win the case, Hillary not only bragged about getting her client a lighter sentence, but she laughed about knowing her client was guilty. In 1999, she launched the International Center for Missing and Exploited Children with Richard Branson as a board member and with ties to the Podesta Group. ICMEC is a nonprofit supported entirely by private funds that claims to eradicate child abduction, yet the numbers of trafficked victims has skyrocketed since its, since its inception. When ICMC was founded, human trafficking was a $30 billion a year business. Nine years later, human trafficking has grown to $150 billion annually. Um, in 2009, the global... Clinton Global Initiative launched the Polaris Project to run the National Human Trafficking Resource Center and Hotline. Also in 2009, Amber Ready Inc. selected Clinton Associates and the Podesta Group as their PR company. Amber Ready's cell phone technology creates a database of children across the globe stored in cell phones. In 2019, Laura Silsby, and I brought her up before in a previous broadcast, but in, 20, yes, 20, in 2010, Laura Silsby was arrested at the Haitian border with the Dominican Republic for trying to smuggle 33 children out of Haiti. Bill Clinton got involved and Laura Silsby's charges were reduced to arranging irregular travel. Silsby then returned to the U.S. and became the vice president of marketing for AlertSense, a tech company that's affiliated with the Amber Alert system. A shocking number of Hillary's associates at the Clinton Foundation have been convicted for the sexual abuse of children and child pornography. Convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein was part of the original group that conceived of the Clinton Global Initiative, and flight logs show that Bill Clinton flew on Epstein's private plane, the Lolita Express, at least 26 times to travel to Epstein's private island, where dozens of underage girls claim to have been trafficked for sex acts with Epstein's powerful guests. Um, Nexium cult members Claire Bronf Bronfman, her sister Sarah and Nancy Salzman were all members of the Clinton Global Initiative, which is by invitation only. Nexium cult leader Keith Rainier is currently on trial and being found guilty of sex trafficking, forced labor, and pedophilia. And the Nexium cult was found to be illegally providing cash to Hillary's 2008 presidential campaign. When looking at all this information, it is only natural to ask the question, are Bill and Hillary Clinton involved with child trafficking? In looking at the various options at the end of her article, Corey writes, they created bills, instilled laws, built relationships, worldwide databases, countless initiatives, partnerships, and global hotlines, all with direct access to knowledge of children and their whereabouts. 
In both politics and business, they are known as the procurement specialists, often using this language in their press releases. The evidence is piling up against the Clintons. It's becoming more and more difficult to rationalize all of their choices, relationships, and nefarious dealings away. And that's where it ends. Really interesting. Right. Really, really interesting. And, you know, if you look at the... And who, who oh, did that article? Uh, it's know? ForbiddenKnowledgeTV.net. So, you know, it's just some... Mm. But, you know, th- this goes way back to 2016, too, with weird little tidbits about mm. um, pedophilia and the codes they used in the, 20, you know, in the... Um, Podesta emails with the WikiLeak drops, you know, so there's a lot of, right. there's a lot of crumbs, you know, um, we don't have the bigger picture yet. I don't know what's yeah. going on with that. I don't know if it's ever going to go anywhere, but it's just suspicious to me. Yeah, it is very suspicious. I, it's always with the Clintons, it gets close to something but it there's never like full disclosure with anything i mean go back to whitewater for god's sakes you know way back in the day it always brushes against it but it never actually you don't actually get your full info well and, and a lot of that is because she kills <laughs> that's what i was gonna say they all get suicided you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people involved and a lot of this corruption and these strange little things going on. And it's funny how it all seems to lead back to the Clintons. Yeah, it does. It is. It is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I just looked up an article on German police raid 50 homes and child porn investigation. This was on September 2nd. So this is just to circle back that it's not just in our country. This is worldwide. It's a big network. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's horrible. But what was fascinating to me is when I Googled it, it came up on ABC, CBS, it came up on New York Post, it came up everywhere about, you know, German police raid. They covered it. They actually covered it where these other things like the Black Lives Matter, I, I could hardly find on, anything on, at all with Charles Yeah, <laughs> On our soil, it's quiet mostly, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all Germans. The Germany's messed up, but no, we're fine. Oh, <laughs> we're, that's we're a fine. big blackout on the media. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. So, but it's, it to me, I mean, I haven't been following the U.S. Marshals. For all I know, they've been taking down, you know, uh, human trafficking all year long. But it did pique my interest with that 39 Georgia one. Mm-hmm. And since then, I noticed that it, there's a bunch of action happening everywhere. And this was actually a Q post or a pin or something that follows Q. They, they reported this about Germany. So, you know, we are keeping our eye on the whole picture, but be careful. You're not going to always hear the truth, especially when it's on U.S. soil or it involves important, powerful people on U.S. Wow. soil. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. We are about five steps away from being like China in that regard. You know, um, just the, yeah. the, the blackout yeah. of the media and the control of what, the, you know, the propaganda and the control of what the American people see and don't see. Right. And there's still a lot of people out there that just eat it up and ask for more, you know, and I just, yeah, I it, we have got to wake up. We have got 
to understand that there is a bigger agenda. And if not just from a conspiracy theorist angle, if you can't go that far, then just question why everything is so negative Trump, negative Trump, negative Trump, when he's probably going to win in November. Well, he's going to win in November. (laughs) And um, you know, all, but all the polls are saying that Biden is leading, yet nobody is showing up. Like Biden went to Kenosha, Wisconsin. Like Trump went to Kenosha, Wisconsin, and there was a bunch of people to greet him. Nobody greeted Biden when he got off the plane. I was and wondering then, about that. I, I didn't get a chance to yeah. find that. I knew there was a lot of people that greeted Trump in Kenosha, but I didn't hear anything. Maybe it's because yeah. nobody was there. <laughs> nobody was there. And then he had a meeting and a church and like eight people showed up and then he had a meeting somewhere else or maybe that was back when he was in Pennsylvania and six press members showed up and that was only if they agreed not to ask him any questions oh my God. and yeah I do apologize I don't know if I'll get that source back up again it was a re- reputable source I think it was Fox so yeah no no shock there that Fox reported that but Yeah, I was really shocked to hear that. And then what about that turnout? Well, first of all, yesterday on Travis Lake in Texas, there was a huge boat boat turnout for Trump, uh, a pro-Trump rally. But then there there was also, where did Trump go? Was it Pennsylvania? It was just hordes and hordes of people, the media reported. Yeah. Yeah, they were reporting like hundreds showed up, but I saw pictures and there was thousands there, thousands yeah. there. And Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken, is a swing state, right? Yes. So they're, yeah, so they're they're worried about yeah. Pennsylvania. He Trump, but he didn't he get it in 2016? Didn't he get Pennsylvania in 2016? I believe he did. I don't know. We could Google yeah. it, though. He probably I did. He did. I mean, you know, he had to get a lot of states to win, right? right. Even if he didn't get frickin' New York and California and any of the West Coast and Okay, Trump, Pennsylvania, 2016. Mm. He got it? Pennsylvania election results. Donald J. Trump has won Pennsylvania's 20. I remember, yeah, I remember that because I remember being shocked because I used to live in Pennsylvania. I used to live in Pittsburgh for 10 years, and uh, it was always very liberal there. (laughs) So that I remember being shocked. Right, it is. I I, I know people that live there. Yes, it is very, very liberal in Pennsylvania. Um, but if you were to listen to the press now, he's he's not doing well. Hardly but, anyone yeah, that's showed a up for him. You know, of the polls were so off. You know, I remember, yeah. I don't know if it was uh, New York Times, like, oh, she's got a 98% chance of winning. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same shit. Yeah. Like, as if we're going to yeah. buy it this time again. Really? I mean... I don't know. If Biden wins, it's because it was, to me, some fraudulent voter activity going on or something like that. But, you know. Oh, it's a total fraud if he people wins. Are, people are fraud. worried. Um, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, like buzz about people wanting to stock up on food because if Trump wins, I, I it's going to be, I think it's going to, I could be wrong. But I think we're going to see some damage like we are now with the riots. But I think it's going to probably be worse. But here's the thing, and I wonder, okay, Trump hasn't invoked, and forgive me, I don't know what the number is, but he hasn't invoked martial law into states. He hasn't done that. 
But once he's reelected and once he doesn't have to worry about election again, because that's his second term, though some could argue because he was impeached, he could go for a third term, but I don't know if we're even going to go there or he's going to go there. But couldn't he be a little bit more strict? Right now he's holding back because he doesn't want to feed into the, the fascist statements, but perhaps he would be more powerful if he gets a second term. What do you think? Do you think he would actually go in there and maybe put a stop to after he gets elected? You mean? Yeah, after he gets reelected. If it okay, if he gets reelected, yeah, it is going to suck, especially in the liberal towns. And yeah, Yeah. it's going. Yeah, and I I can't foresee any other outcome because the way people are acting now. I I was talking to somebody about that the other day too. I I thought after Uh he wins the election, and then let's say we have, you know, cities burning down. Um, I would think he would just send in, you know, the military or the national guard or whatever, you know, I would think he would do that to me right now. He's kind of leaving it up to the States, but the States are showing their cards, right? I mean, they're showing how terrible they are. And, um, but I would think after he wins the election, you know, I think, no, you're not going to do that anymore but maybe maybe not because now i'm thinking ahead because this man's always several steps ahead if the states are choosing that color and they're choosing to be led by the liberal liberals and the liberals are allowing the protests in a way is like well you've made your choice and now you're going to have to sit with it even though it's not just damaging democrats it's damaging republicans too you know, because he's talked about cutting aid. I think, didn't he talk about cutting aid to New York even yeah. because they're allowing all this stuff? And I don't blame him. If you're going to sit there and allow these people and not enforce your own police force to stop them. And, you know, you heard about the Portland mayor and his house getting burned down, right? Did we mention in our last podcast? We didn't, did we? Not you and I, I don't believe so. No, no. Yeah, no, I I haven't had one since our last one. And yeah, the Portland mayor had his apartment burned down (laughs) and on his birthday. (laughs) Oh my God. There's your candles. And and what did he do? He wrote a letter of apology to the other people that live in his apartment building. I'm sorry that you have fear because of me and you've had to go through this because of me and that, you know, because I'm the mayor and I brought these people here. And and I was just like, and Trump actually did tweet about it. Now, don't quote me on the, tr- the, the tweet, but he did say that that they are only going to respond to force. They aren't going to respond to that type of of action, just apologizing. I'm sorry. I'm white. I'm sorry that I'm a, <laughs> I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, you know, I'm a white male. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, what did your sorry get you, Mayor? You got your freaking apartment burned down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and this is your fault. I mean, I saw videos of him going through the street and people screaming and yelling in his face. And I think you and I have discussed that part before. Mm-hmm. But now it's led to him getting his house burned down. And what does he do? He turns around and apologizes to his neighbors, which, okay, fine. Yeah. But he should be apologizing to the whole fucking city of Portland that he hasn't put a stop. It's like a 100 consecutive days of rioting. 
Now I used to live there and they were fine. I would be scared to death to go back there now. I, I got to tell you because uh, the pictures that I see of that poor city that I used to live in, I, I, oh, that's horrible and awful. And I, directly link it back to the mayor and the governor for allowing all of this to happen. This isn't happening in Republican states and cities, you know? And yeah. And to circle back to the Trump discussion, maybe he's just going to let them, you know, lie in the bed that they made for themselves, you know, because, you know, it does cost our resources as American taxpayers to send in the national guard. We've got to pay for it for a mayor that's not keeping his city in order or for a governor that's not keeping their state in order, you know, why haven't, don't they have like at the state level, they have guards they can send into or some sort of enforcement. They're not sending them either. And we're supposed to come in and save everybody. So I don't know, maybe, maybe he won't. I just got to make sure I'm nowhere near a democratic city for like, you know, probably a year after the election when he wins. Yeah, well, I'm in one, so yeah. <laughs> well, I I am too, but I'm far enough away from the big one that would get blown oh, up. Oh, there's already discussions in this house about, okay, should we stock up on food? Do we have enough bullets? I mean, I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. There's, it's, it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And if, but then if Biden wins, see, I had some people tell me, well, if Biden wins, there'll be a civil war. And I'm like, I think it's the other way around. I just, you know, if it, I don't know. Do you think if Biden wins, there'll be enough <sighs> red people rising? I up? don't know, man. I really don't because it, the right is, um, they're pretty quiet. Although they've been getting out there a lot more now, if you've noticed. Mm-hmm. They are. I have. Yeah. So they are I starting have. to rise up which it's possible. Now we have to remember of the militias, you know, there's a lot of militias in Michigan. There's a lot of militias in the, in the Midwest. Um, and they're, they're armed and ready, you know? So yeah, it's possible. It's possible. And there's a lot of fear right now of Biden being elected and where this all goes. And I mean, you even got Trump in Latrobe the other day saying, um, this is one of the most important elections in U S history. Well, why is that? Because there's that theory that if Trump doesn't get in, we're going to become a socialist society. We're going to become like China. China is going to take over basically in some ways, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's possible. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. I don't know. I We just don't have it to my knowledge. I'm clearly not in a militia, but we don't have the organization and the funding and the nationwide network that Antifa has, because, you know, as we all know, it's funded by George Soros, who's, you know, incredibly wealthy. I don't know. Maybe we do. I don't know. (laughs) I have no, I really don't don't, know. Well, if you know someone, just uh, message me later, let me know so I can can be in on the cause. I'm just I don't know though, you know, like I hadn't heard about Antifa until when, you know, when did that name start popping up just recently? So I don't know. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I just, yeah, funny about it, Antifa, because I was also talking to a friend about it. So basically, on our Facebook page, I I made a post about um, Antifa.com and that it leads you to the Biden-Harris campaign to make a campaign contribution. 
And that post, so when you own a, a business page in Facebook, it tells you how many people you reach organically. And you can actually buy, um, you can actually pay money to have them boost that post so it gets in front of more people because they changed their algorithm a while back. And if you have a regular business page, a lot of times your post won't even show up. Like we have over 2,000 followers and maybe four, six, 10, 20 people see the posts. And supposedly the more people engage with the post, the more people will see uh, the post. But I haven't always seen that to be true. But I say all that because the Antifa post organically reached 460 people. Mm. And Interesting. I know it. And all the other posts, every single one, whether someone engaged or not, was like three, four, ten. I think that the highest other one I saw was 20 people were organically reached. That's the way we get and, our podcast really circulated is we put in Antifa yeah, in the title yeah. every fucking time. And we're going to be famous. <laughs> I should try that. I, I could even... I, I could even phrase it like, you know, anti-antifa.com. You know? <laughs> it's just never Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Down with Trump. Oh God, we're famous. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, it's really it's really bad and the favoritism out there across all social media across most platforms on the computer are just for the other side and for him to win with this will be a fucking miracle but i really do believe he will win against all this opposition it'll be mind-blowing but i really do feel right, and yeah. I, they probably had all this opposition four years ago I just wasn't awoke to it. Well, you know, know I am seeing, uh, you know, on Twitter a lot, the walk away um, movement and they're leaving the Democratic mm -hmm. Party and crossing over to the Republican uh, is, is getting bigger. And I, that's what I feel. And uh, every day I see, you know, like posts on Twitter that say, um, my dad, you know, voted for Democrats for 50 years and now he's, you know, uh, voting Republican. And I'm seeing that over and over, or, you know, my brother called me and, um, you know, he was just never gonna, he was a never Trumper. And now he's, um, going to, you know, now, now that he's going to vote Trump. And I think what's happening is, is these riots, mm -hmm. Uh, are not helping their cause are not helping the the left's cause mm -hmm. at whatsoever people are people are scared yeah. they're terrified well they are and there was just an incident the other day i don't have it in front of me where a restaurant i think in new jersey no, uh, was rochester new york yeah thank you rochester new mm -hmm. york thank you for the correction and they totally overtook it and um just innocent people at the damn restaurant and i'm just like what the fuck you know and oh and then in seattle i saw a video of them protesting on the freeway and that was just absolutely ridiculous and they were yelling and screaming at the cops that were trying to get them to stop protesting on the freeway and it's just insane and so i just want to encourage you to to Everyone out there listening, keep the faith. If you're listening to this, then you are probably 
feeling the same as us and just keep the faith, keep going forward. Don't believe what the press tells you and, you know, research things for yourself outside of them and you will find what you need to find. You know, um, it's very important to not give up and not feel like all is lost because they want you to feel that way. They want you to believe that Trump says bad things about veterans. They want him to lose. And all of us that are listening, all of us that are partaking in this podcast very much believe otherwise. And that's why we started this is because we believe contrary to what the narrative is trying to tell us and just keep that up. It's sometimes really, really hard to do, especially when your friends and family start tearing you down, even ones that are on the same side of the fence. Um, but just keep, keep joining us. And, you know, if you find things that are interesting, please let us know. And, um, Ronnie, did you have anything else? No, just that we are less than 60 days away from the election. <laughs> Woohoo! So I'm and then and then more hell. Yeah. So it, it's gonna be really bad up until the election, and then it'll probably suck after the election. Yeah. So we're yeah, not done yet. but we're not even near anywhere near done yet. But we're getting there. We are not, you know. Mm-mm. So thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, like I say, every podcast, and I will continue to say because it is very important. Please comment on our podcast. Please rate us. Please subscribe. All of that that really helps us grow and help reach other listeners like you. And please. Let us know how we're doing. If you have anything to add or anything you want us to cover, just comment and let us know. Thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you on the next news cycle. Bye-bye. Bye.